It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome into episode number 536 of Jobbing Out. 536. Who's got it? Hmm. I was going to say, is that how long it's been since Triple H's last match? I don't, I don't know how long. When was, what was but Triple H's last match? I was going to say, was 2019, was that match against Batista's last match, or has he wrestled in Saudi Arabia since then? Oh, I would almost be stunned if he hasn't. Uh, <laughs> no, I think, it, I think that was his last match. His last match was apparently on Monday Night Raw. What? On January of 2021 against Randy Orton in a street fight. I don't even remember. Do we remember that, that at all? I have was, no memory of that. Was that because it was part of that whole Randy Orton beats up um, everyone I, I had, thing? Uh, so we did forget that there was a match on Super Showdown, so there's your answer, Aaron. There was a match. Which, which one was it? Uh, 2019, and he was defeated by Randy Orton. And then apparently they fought to a draw or a no contest on the January 11th, 2021 episode of Raw in a street Was that on the episode or was that like a... not a dark match. Do you think they would do a a Randy Orton Triple H street fight (laughs) as a dark match? But there was no crowd then, right? Uh, No, the crowds were not back yet. Oh, yeah, okay. That would have been. But I don't know if that was... I I don't know if there would have been wrestlers in the audience at that point. Like, I, I don't... I don't... No, that would have been Thunderdome. That would have been... That would have been right in the middle of the... That's a weird spot for... I I have to go back and find out what that was. Uh, Yeah, I'm really... Is it like they're calling it a match, but it wasn't really a match kind of thing? My friends, you are asking me questions I do not know the answer to. This is is how much the world has changed in a short amount of time. I do not remember. Hang on a second. I am searching. Oh, yeah. It was that thing where he's like, I want to see you in the ring tonight. And he's like, I'll see you in the ring tonight. But he can't, didn't he still come out in his suit and stuff? Uh, if you say so. <laughs> toward, toward the end of the episode, Randy Orton and Hunter faced off in a brief battle, even though it did not end with a def- definite winner. I don't even see a referee. Well, I feel like this is one of those things we kind of like made fun of. On the show. It might very well have been. I don't remember. Anyway, that's not the answer, but you're very close. So this is less victory? No, it's not days. It has nothing to do with days. Oh. Aaron, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. I'm thinking. How many weeks long his career was? No, no. You're, you're overthinking. It's not a time thing. Yeah. According to the Internet Wrestling Database... Is that how many wins he has in his 536 career? wins or draws in his career as a professional wrestler. He also had 385 losses in his career as a professional wrestler. That's where the number came from. All right, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton with you. Uh, I had a pledge from AJ that he will be with us for our WrestleMania show next week. Uh, we cannot move the taping because of his schedule 
but he will be with us for a normal Thursday show next week to preview WrestleMania as he gets ready to head down to Dallas himself. Uh, I was not able to make it out to MCW, but I talked to a few folks that were there. Um, also talked to AJ about it a little bit. Uh, I am to understand it was an incredible atmosphere for uh, the artist formerly known as Hit Row, that the uh, reaction was through the effing roof. Um, they apparently faced a tag team that was kind of like set up to be like dirty rednecks, and it went really well. So um, that's awesome. Glad that, that, that they had such a, a tremendous appearance at MCW last week. I am to understand that Steve Miggs is apparently going to jump on this show with us a little bit later on. Is that true, Aaron? That is the plan, at least as long as he doesn't bail on us and, well, you know, know never we, know. I don't know if we can trust that fella. I don't know how I feel about that, but uh, looking forward to that. Looking forward to uh, Steve Miggs hopping back on with us. He's got his own. Do we know more about his plans yet for Dallas, like where he's going to be? I think I don't know them. So I think he does have at least one that's public, and I don't know about the others, so okay. I'll let him uh, right. explain that. We'll let him explain it. With that in mind, do I guess we should start with Triple H just because, I, like, this is a weird bit. I'm not, I know it comes off as big news, right? But I guess my question back is, is it? Because we all know that, like, the word retirement doesn't actually mean a damn thing. So... Even health-related, as we've, you know... Yeah, and, and by the they way... They can reevaluate his health in a couple of years... That's where I'm getting at. It's like, I can absolutely believe that Triple H believes he's retired right now, but, you know, we thought Daniel Bryan was retired. We thought Edge was retired. There are a lot of people we thought, and they thought, were legitimately retired who are now not, so. Yeah, that's kind of where I am. Now, I get it. Obviously, he's at a far advanced age than some of the folks that we're talking about, but he's also Triple H. Um, If in two years they reevaluate things, and he's fine. The idea that he couldn't have another match at that point. like This is not an active performer retiring where even their retirement is significant just because they're not going to be on the show next week. As we just pointed out, Triple H hasn't really done anything. Um, he's been a retired performer that just makes occasional appearances. So I'm not really sure. I just don't know what to make of this. Like I, I'm not trying to to rain on their parade they clearly wanted to get a bunch of attention for this announcement which is why they put him on espn to do it i just don't really know what the announcement actually is i mean look if, if it is the end of you know it's like what we were kind of talking about with the undertaker where they made a big deal about the undertaker retirement but we always kind of considered him retired anyways and and that's kind of the case here. So it, it's it's I, you know what newsworthy. I, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna separate that, Aaron. I think that was more significant because he's retiring from WrestleMania, and he wasn't retired from WrestleMania. Fair, right? Fair. Like we knew that what that announcement really was was we're not going to see the Undertaker at WrestleMania anymore, and the Undertaker was literally synonymous in, in with matches. WrestleMania, right? In, in matches, correct. But Undertaker matches were synonymous with the concept of WrestleMania, right? Like, that's... I don't know of anything that is as as synonymous with WrestleMania as The Undertaker having a match. I mean, is is there anything that's even... Like, football stadiums didn't come for a long time. Um, Yeah, no, I mean, it's... It's the Undertaker, right? Like that. So to me, that announcement was more significant than this because they really were telling you something at that point. And again, with the caveat always being that it could change, um, but they really were telling you 
there's not going to be an Undertaker match at WrestleMania next year. There are no more Undertaker matches at WrestleMania. Those days are over. And so in that way, I do think it was significant. And and more significant than this, which I can't I can't really tell you what it is that they're saying on this. But the only way that's significant is if like legitimately the man has fully completely decided there is no turning back. I'll never wrestle again. But I just don't know how any human being can make that decision today. I just think we're all smart enough to know you can feel that way one day and not feel that way another day. I truly believe that right now Triple H believes that. I do. I'm not cynical. I'm cynical about a lot of things in wrestling, but I, I truly believe that right now he believes that. But as you said, I don't know that that means in three years that he doesn't say, you know what? I can't have my last appearance be something that people don't remember on Raw and have to look that up. I want to go out, you know, in a in a truly Triple H way. I want to go out at WrestleMania. I want to have one more match against insert whoever here, and and that's how I really want to go out. Yeah, like I think the biggest, you know, Glenn, <clears throat> you pointed out significant differences between the the Undertaker thing and the Triple H thing. I think the biggest difference is that the Undertaker seemingly made that decision himself. And this feels like more of a forced thing. And when it's a forced thing, you know, the circumstances could always change where the person's no longer forced to not be able to do it, right? right? So this feels closer to the edge Daniel Bryan, except for him being old. But, like, this feels more like that. Like, he feels like he has to because they're not going to clear him medically versus The Undertaker, who they would somehow continue to clear medically forever if he wanted to. Right, correct. He would be 80 years old and they'd figure (laughs) out a way to say, sure, bud, come on in. We'll figure out something for you. Um, And again, I I only say that because the difference to me is in like the the way that we celebrate. Like I, should the WWE do something to like celebrate the career of Triple H? Well, in the same way that I say they should have done more with Scott Hall. Yeah, what else are you doing? By all means, do more of a Triple H thing on Monday Night Show because, uh, honest to God, what else is Monday Night Show going to be, <laughs> right? Like, I, I, I hate saying it that way, but that's sort of where I am. I didn't feel anything personally about it because I just – Aaron, you're you're a betting type. You know, it's not really my style, but we know you're a betting guy. Sure. Um, like if, <laughs> if 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 you knew the irony, <laughs> if um if you had to put the odds on whether or not we ever see Triple H in a ring again somewhere, what where would you put those odds? At least yes, minus five hundred. Right. Like, I mean, like we we. We we can't even we can't even pretend like we think that it's likely that he has actually wrestled his last match. Yeah, I mean, I, and to be fair, I don't know if you guys had a chance to listen. Like the interview itself was phenomenal. It was gut wrenching at times, and it was like I I don't want to minimize that aspect of it, right? Because it, it was it was a tremendous tremendous. And I will I will have to admit to you, I did not get a chance to watch or hear it. So. I, I didn't yet either, but I do want to. Yeah, yeah like it, it was like he was really emotional, kind of recounting everything, and and it was great. And I and I do want to you know just kind of bring that up so we're not dismissing it completely out of hand. But yes, overall, the idea of a retirement, especially for Triple H, like if this was somebody else, I feel like I could do it. But you know, everything we know about Triple H is that he would want that send off. He would want that final match. He would, you know, he'd want to do what. Shawn Michaels did. 
get kind of the the big final build to the final match and have that final match have that final moment or he'd want to believe he was doing something for someone else you know yes. like he'd in that weird triple hian way where like he, he i want to have a match with somebody else and and i can i'm i get to be the hero because i'm doing it for somebody else right yeah. like we're even when though it's really about him um of, of course you know that's yeah yeah <laughs> Right? Like, yeah, that's just the reality. Now, if he can't, he can't. And I, I guess this is the awkward part. I, to, to your point, Aaron, I don't want to, I don't want to come off as being completely dismissive of the potential reality of his health situation, and you know how how gut wrenching him describing it might have been, and all of those things. And and maybe it really is. Maybe he and Stephanie and their family they've made a decision, and and who knows? Maybe it's a decision that's been influenced by how his role has shifted within the company. I don't know. Maybe there's a lot of things there that have made him truly step back and say, I don't think I ever want to do this again. I'm confident I don't ever do this again. But I just think we're all smarter. It's why I think that the Stone Cold thing bothers me so greatly. I kept thinking about that last night, right? Like, I'll go back to that. We all, people get to change their mind. And I don't know why we treat these things like in such a sanctimonious way. Like you, well, you had this great final match. You can't ruin that. I, by the way, the Stone Cold thing, it's it's angered me more as it's gone along, <laughs> because I'm like, it's professional effing wrestling. Well, p- particularly with the rumors that it's gonna go on last now. I mean, I, there's so much about it. That if it goes on, here's here's the thing. If it goes on last, it better be a match. And if it's a match, why the hell are we calling it a match? That's the, these are all of the problems. There but and we'll get that we'll get back to that in a second. But what I'm like this is professional freaking wrestling. Why are we being sanctimonious about the idea? Like I I know we all were caught up in the Shawn Michaels Ric Flair moment. I understand. That's I feel like that's what this really is all about is we believe that Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair wrote like the perfect way for you to end your career. And anything that isn't that is an embarrassment. But it's professional wrestling that we're talking about. Triple H participated in the Katie Thick storyline. Why are we getting sanctimonious about pro wrestling? I, I don't even get sanctimonious about, no offense, real sports. Like, it doesn't bother me that Michael Jordan played for the Wizards at the end of his career. Was it kind of embarrassing? I don't know. He was still really damn good. Um, It was embarrassing (laughs) that it was with the Wizards, I guess. But, like, people have utterly forgotten about just... Like, he was was still better than a lot of people. Well, he was definitely better than all of the Wizards, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we we get so... Like, it's in... this isn't how you want your your career. This isn't the last story that you want your for your career. Look, I get it. It's like neat when a Jerome Bettis or a Ray Lewis gets to have the final moment of their career be winning the Super Bowl. But like that's like two guys in the history of football that we're talking about. I don't know. It's more than that. I know there are a few others on the list. Those are just the ones that come to mind for me. Um, like the, we get so sanctimonious about this stuff, and like I don't even care about it in real sports. I can't believe we pretend like it's this relevant when it comes to pro wrestling. If Triple H decides at fifty-eight that he wants to do a, another match and he can't even move, whatever, who cares? It's not going to be for me. But f- who gives a rat's ass that that's what he's doing? I I think we just get caught up in this idea that it's 
It's got to be a certain, cert, uh, a certain way. Uh, I just don't, I don't care. I don't care. If Triple H decides three years down the road he wants to do one more thing, he's probably earned the right that we put up with that. Yeah, if there was going to be someone to do it, would he'd absolutely be of that level. Now, there, there are certain people who I don't need to see come back at age 60 to have one more ride. For, for, Triple H cl- would be one clear, of those guys. I, I wanna, I'm going to back on that. I don't need that. I don't need any more Triple H. I don't. But, again, if somebody has earned the right, I think he's earned the right. And I'll still bitch about it. I'll still say I don't need more elderly men wrestling in my life when it happens. But it none of the ones that have done it before, have I I bitch about Goldberg every time. Have I watched every single event? Like, yes. I'm yep. still going to watch the event if they end up doing that down the road. So we'll see how that goes. Is there anything else we need to say about Triple H specifically? I don't think so. All right, let me peel off the uh, Stone Cold side of the conversation. So did you guys catch that there was a change to the lineup for WrestleMania this week? I I did see some of it, yes. So specifically, the thing that we've addressed significantly, that there was not a men's singles match of relevance on the Saturday night card, and somebody you can snicker and try to throw in Drew McIntyre, Happy Corbin if you like, but we've addressed that. They have adjusted the schedule yeah, for the two. Edge days. AJ Styles is now night one. Edge AJ Styles now goes to night one. I guess that makes us assume that Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes will be on Sunday night. We did. Yes. Oh, they're they're gonna ride that horse all the way to the moment he walks out. I just still don't <laughs> so ridiculous. get it. I still no I mean, weird. I don't get it. I don't. I. I I listen they are to you. riding this horse though. I listen to your guys' argument, but like at some point and I really did feel like it was this week. This week was the week yeah. to make it clear it's happening and see if maybe somebody wants to come to your show because of it. Now, you guys have made the point that if the number and I didn't look at the numbers this week, Aaron, were the numbers strong again throughout the show this week? I hadn't seen it. I I, I don't know. Uh, it was it was number one on cable. Uh, I, I didn't see the specific numbers. I think the specific part that if they believe if the numbers stay strong through the final segment, and they clearly believe that like the the Cody Rhodes tease mm-hmm. is particularly effective, and that's that's why they want to keep teasing it. Um, up four percent from last week. Did they say anything about the final segment? Um, for the first hour, let's see, money da da da. Uh, it, it stayed fairly set, fa- stayed fairly steady. There wasn't. But a last week was considered strong, right? Yeah, last week was considered strong. So if it stayed, yeah, so then, if it stayed then, steady, then they're probably then, happy with it, and that's yeah. probably their justification of this is that they believe they're getting people to tune in from eight to eleven, thinking that at some point Cody Rhodes is going to show up, so they just want to keep doing it. And and obviously we got further reporting. Who was the? There was another big report this week that the deal has been done for a couple of weeks. Who was it that that sent that uh, report? Mike out? Johnson. Mike Johnson. Who's and tell me is that does that matter? EW Insider. Yeah, he's okay. a real guy. Okay. Yep. So and then everyone else like said like basically we're sharing that like the other reputable people were like he's reporting this so yeah it's so look. I, you know, it it's got to be clear that it's. I mean, there's just just no effing way that you're continuing to go this for, far with it. Like if if it wasn't clear, you add in there's further confirmation. I, it, the part that just continues to befuddle me, 
Aaron, do we know where they are ticket-wise for WrestleMania? I haven't seen anything. I don't think there's been a big jump. So, like, I just, that's the part. I, I can't Is escape Is Raw going to end this week with Adam Pierce just saying, we've you got, have we have we've got something. Who, exactly we right. We have an opponent with you for you and some cheesy line. Like, <laughs> yeah. it'll be some, your nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, hundred percent. I know that a, ma- a marquee match at a WrestleMania was your was your biggest dream, but it might be your nightmare. I mean, some yes, absolutely, <laughs> something along those lines will one hundred percent be how the show ends. And look, I, I'll give them some credit that there has been a functional story told that has created relevant matches on Raw and. And it's, really good matches, by the way. Yes, they've definitely been really good. It's it's weird because it's it's still uncomfortable. Like it would be better to have a championship match to be promoting at WrestleMania. Yes, it, it's weird that you had these guys fighting over who gets to host a talk show and not have a match at WrestleMania. Like th- there are problems with it, but we can't lie that it's actually created compelling portions of a TV show in which it felt like there were matches that were big Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles. These are big matches. Again, I would say probably worthy of a championship picture or WrestleMania. Yes. Um, but that's, you know, who am I, who, who am I? Well, I I was actually going to say the same thing. Like normally at this time we're talking about, oh, you know, they have WrestleMania set. They're just going through the motions that, you know, doing little things here. These shows don't really matter. And this time it's like, okay, they don't have WrestleMania set at all. And we're kind of going through stuff. I mean, part of the problem is the storyline's so ridiculous that like, as it, it is very functional, but also again, just these whole huge top star isn't going to have a match at WrestleMania is inherently ridiculous, but it is functional and it is getting us these great matches. So it's, it's a very weird dichotomy. It's, it's, it, it's I, not ridiculous in kayfabe though. Like in kayfabe, it's like he has no path. No, you know but here, I mean? it, here it is. Everybody else is getting in matches just by attacking somebody. It's inherently ridiculous. Alpha Academy just got into a match because they attacked somebody. All these other people are getting into title matches just because they attacked the champion. I mean, like it, everyone's getting matches. Well, he tried to do that, and then they put him in a match for a match, and he lost. Right, but he could just he attack tried. somebody else next week. I, I was is, say, like, he did for like three weeks, didn't he? And, and again, in kayfabe, what I'll give it is that he wants it to be a meaningful match, and the people that matter are busy. They have other things to do. And, so and, Right, and they have been telling that story, where he's so, trying like, he, to interject he, himself. He could and, just yeah. go attack, you know... Uh, Akira Tozawa backstage and get a match <laughs> if he wanted to, but he could fight Tamina. Yeah, correct. For, he could for, exactly right. He could for the right to Akira Tozawa. Um, <laughs> I actually, kind of want to see that. <laughs> I, I wouldn't hate it. Um, like, but in kayfabe, it, it in a weird way kind of works, and and most importantly, it has created a plausible storyline. But I, like, we have to guard our praise of it because we still know it could be a lot better. <laughs> Like the even as we praise it, even as we say like, "Hey, it's created," you know, kind of decent raws in the last couple of weeks leading up, and 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 well told stories and functional start to finish shows. Like I'm, I'm, I'm giving a really low bar for that. Like they haven't been great; they've just been 
to your point, Aaron, better than the kind of plotting shows that we've been used to where it's just, hey, we've got to do six hours of television before we get to the pay-per-view. I, I do enjoy how basically it seems like the payoff is going to be Seth Rollins keeps trying to steal these moments from somebody. So Cody Rhodes is going to be the one who objects to him trying to steal people's moments. I don't. I, that, by the way, that is still the biggest problem with all of this is we still have no idea what to expect. Um, we talked about the scenario of holding it for this long because you just get the pop. That's all that, that you just get. Get the pop. And that by not bringing him out there, you try to protect it so that the pop is really all that matters come WrestleMania. Like the WrestleMania pop. Yeah. Correct. It's yeah. the, this feels big. Like I sort of understand it, but it's like, I think that we all caught wind of this too soon. Well, to, or, or at least whatever. And maybe, and maybe. But is that what they're, they're actually counting on? Like, so when, when we go back to the business side of it and we're like, well, why don't they just announce to sell tickets? Are they basically saying, look, everyone knows it's Cody. Everyone who, uh, let me, everyone yeah, I who think would they're really trying care. to do the Tony Khan CM Punk thing. Yeah. Everyone cares about, everyone who would care about Cody enough to go see Cody right. knows that it's happening and would buy tickets anyway. So we don't actually need to announce it. So instead, we're, right. We're trading that off for what we think has been an improved, uh, imp- imp- in, eh, a bet a better rating scenario for Raw for a couple weeks than what we might have had otherwise, minimally. But you know it's there, and the idea of we protect from bringing Cody out and getting the a reaction that we don't want on Raw for a couple of weeks, and we know he's going to get a huge pop when he comes out at WrestleMania, and so he can work as a face at least for that night, and we can kind of figure it out from there. Because it's still the part of the story that we are, I'm just not sure how this works. I'm just not sure what this is going to be. Yes, you're going to get a huge pop for the moment. There's no doubt about that. You're going to get a massive, holy S type of pop. He's here. We've been waiting for it. Great. But after that, what are we getting? And I still don't know. And I don't know if... Like, I, somebody would say the way that you try to set that is by having him cut some sort of promo, but does anybody think Cody Rhodes cutting a promo right now is a good way to set a character? Um, I, Night after Mania, you know, you can almost... I don't know if you could say you can get away with it, but I, I'd be interested to see in that specific audience what uh, Cody Rhodes' promo would be. I mean, isn't that the closest that you have to an AEW crowd and... They were not going well with AEW crowds. But but is it do they feel that way? I, I think I think that would be an interesting litmus test. Like I don't necessarily honestly, I don't necessarily care about what Cody Rhodes's, you know, promo reaction is like in Amarillo, Texas. I, I am kind of interested to see what it's like in front of that crowd. Oh, I I forget they're not doing they're not doing raw in Dallas. They're not. Oh no! I so okay. I understand what you said. I thought you meant that that was where Raw was. You're saying you oh, don't no, care no, no, about no. what I, it is. I mean, like some right. random crowd right. with right. you know. Got you. I got you now. I got you. Um, I don't know. I, I I'm struggling with this. It's just the part like, and again, they've managed to create m- m- way more anticipation and a bigger moment with what they've done. But they still have to deal with this when they get there. They still have to deal with the fact that he was nuclear. Like, just an abomination the last time we saw him. 
And I know Brandon is pre- pretending like it can just go away. And I, I have well, never. I think, I think they're safe though because of who the opponent is. Because Seth Rollins can just do the other thing. They've already and they've already sort of got him to a position where he could easily just turn face if so they want. So you, so in your mind, they judge what the how the crowd reacts at WrestleMania and then decide how the two guys work after that point. I'm saying they could do that. No, I'm not st- saying okay. they do right. that. But right. I, I think you very – I mean, I think we I, talked I agree. About yes, we definitely – that's that's the Seth Rollins thing. We've talked about that, the, the brilliance of Seth Rollins is he can do that. I just – do I trust that it, they, Well, not only can he do it, but they've done the work with his character to allow him to do that without it being weird, too. Like, I feel like they've done enough with that character now – that he's almost sympathetic in a way. If if you choose to continue, I'm, I'm not to... going to go to sympathetic. I won't, almost, I exactly. won't go there. But I understand what you're saying. I think likable, likable, yeah, is and, and, and you can press a different button and not have it feel too weird. Sure. I do. I trust them to do that. Versus they think they've got a plan, and come hell or high water, they're going to force that plan no matter what happens. Mm, no, I don't trust them to do that. I, 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 everything that we've seen from them says whatever they think, if they believe that Cody Rhodes is a conquering hero returning to WWE, then they're going to force it no matter what the reaction is. I don't, I just, this is the great unknown, man. This is one of the greatest unknowns that we've ever had for something like this. Did, did By the way, did you see the latest news on this where no. it's like, they're emphasizing to Vince Mc, like everyone around Vince McMahon is emphasizing that they want to make sure that he is identical to his AEW persona. So they want but, the same gear, the same music, the same. But is that look. a good idea? <laughs> I think I think what they're I, going for is look. This is the guy that was over there, and he's here. But and as like a victory. Kind of like we stole their guy. Kind I, of. Thing. I understand the concept. I get it, and I certainly understand that. What what they're really trying to say to him is like, dude, don't put him in the effing Stardust makeup. Like, <laughs> yes, that's what like that's I, what this is. I I understand what they're really trying to say is like this. We, we, we've <laughs> yeah, got this, this something. Is, this isn't dashing Cody Rhodes. Right, don't right. don't screw with it with whatever you think it should be. This is a thing that exists. Let's roll with it. Like I understand what they're trying to say. But AEW Cody Rhodes, while he was big, was wildly unpopular, despite the fact that he was supposed to be a face. So I don't... Well, I think they're definitely going to control what comes out of his mouth. I think I think they just mean they want him to look like the... You know what I mean? I think they just yeah, want they- the music. They want... You know, his hair to be the same. They want him to dress the same way. But doesn't that remind people of AEW Cody Rhodes? And they didn't like AEW Cody Rhodes. <laughs> I think as soon as he starts talking, that's going to determine that part. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think that's. A, I, I don't think it's a bad idea in theory. Just to again, don't. This isn't dashing Cody. I. I, I don't think Stardust is in play. I think dashing Cody Rhodes sure, is absolutely sure, right, somewhere right. in Vince's mind. Right. Um. I, I think there's an interesting. I'm kind of, you know, putting this together in my head right now. So let's say that they are a little unsure right now about not just what, uh, where, where they want to go, what direction they want to go with him. We still have that big question about what exactly is going to happen to the Raw title after Mania. I'm, I'm still under the assumption that, you know, basically they're going to reset. If they have a big tournament 
and they use that tournament to kind of gauge Cody Rhodes' reaction. They have three matches before a final, three fairly big matches before a final to really, you know, get that going and figure out what that is. Is that something they can lean on? Because you don't, you you wouldn't need to commit to face or heel. He's in a tournament. He's just trying to win the title. You kind of figure out from there. And then by the time they're ready to pull a trigger on face or heel. You let people make their choice. I understand what you're saying. Um, I mean, could you? Yeah. Yeah, of course. The answer to your question is yes. But do I trust... I I keep coming back to you got to get me to trust in the idea that they don't have a determined plan already that they are hell-bent on going with no matter what the response is, and I'm just not sure I'm willing to believe you. Um, I I guess the the question is, would it be better to do that than go headstrong one way or the other? Yes, yes, it would be. 100% it would be better. Let's see how this plays out. Play it just just portray him as a star, nothing else. And by the way, in this WWE era, that's kind of what they do with everybody, right? <laughs> so, so sure, just do the thing you do, portray him as a star, yeah. figure out how the crowd is responding, and then lean into however the crowd is responding from there. Is that the best plan? 1,000%. That's the best plan. Am I confident that's what they're going to do? I will nope. remain I will remain non-confident in that. Uh all right, what else from cuz I I want to get to the the bizarre NXT thing. Um what else <laughs> what else from Raw or SmackDown do we need to cover? Anything? We we, um, keep, we keep hearing that they want a big match for Omos at WrestleMania, but like I saw one. I saw what it is. Well, Lashley well was, I, I don't know if that's what it is. It, it's what they are at least looking at right now. The word was they wanted it to be Lashley. They just didn't know if he was going to be ready. I, I would feel like, again. Who does that work for, by the way? I mean, it would. Like, whoever wins would get a pretty big boost out of it. Would they? I yeah. think it's specific. No, I'm, I'm, I'm more talking about, like, but whoever loses. Well, and that's I, I'm surprised they would put them in that situation. Yes. I, what I would say is that really only works for almost. That really doesn't right. work for Lashley. Like if Lashley's yeah. supposed to matter moving forward, it works for him if he beats almost. I, oh, right. You, that, that's what I'm if saying. You if guys it's like him slamming almost, then yeah, sure. But then almost is dead. I, but then almost is giant Gonzalez. Kinda. You guys feel more strongly about that than I do. Like I just don't. About what? I don't think they portrayed all they've done with almost is portray him as big. They haven't portrayed him as being. But that's a, what Giant Gonzalez was—just a worthless big guy. But that's my—that's that, so a win over somebody who's just big doesn't well, mean no, anything. No, it's just Bobby Lashley picking this image. dude up at WrestleMania. I, I, is all it is. I get it. I guess if does it hurt him? It doesn't hurt him. Sure, I'll give you. I just don't think it does anything more for him. We already know Bobby Lashley is a. A, a physical freak. Like, we already, we, we've right, got that side I, of the story. But I think, listen, Bobby Lashley not being on WrestleMania or well, yes, being on WrestleMania. The, between the and two things, I agree. But I would Omar. say Bobby Lashley should be doing something relevant at WrestleMania if he was going to be back for WrestleMania. This feels more just like, we got nothing else to do. Let's just do this. This does not. There, there's another, like, the way, when I first heard it before the Lashley name came out, there, there was another thing that was. If he's ready, fairly big, obvious to me, that would be a, a great move, I think. Who? Gable? Yeah. 
But again, then Omos is, is giant that's fine. But, but yeah, and that's the thing. I've got I see so little there that you can't you can't sell me on that being a problem. Like it to me, anything that involves almost well, winning. No, if, as long as they don't. Ca- no, I'm just. I'm wondering if they care. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't care about. Omos. The, the only like, reason to me, the only reason you're forcing him into a match is because you want a big. Re- you want a, a someone to slam him. And what I would yeah, what exactly. I would say is, I think that's better off not being a match, right? Like, I. I oh, it could be, you know what it could be? It could be old school. Uh, the the Yokozuna. Whoever Challenge. can slam this guy, and then you have yeah. like all the twenty four seven guys come out and try to like our truth tries to slam him. By the way, if we get that, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in. It's, all in it's on that. wonderful, yes. right? And then the last guy, you get the Lex Luger moment with Bobby Lashley coming out, and uh, I mean, oh no, listen, I, we I was talking about that. I would be. I was talking about Steveson. I was saying if you're yeah, doing it G- with Gable Steve- or, or whoever, Gable, either one of the guys. Spe- like, I think specifically if- to me, if you're doing it yeah. with Steveson then yeah. I don't want that to be a match because I think once you have him win a match at WrestleMania, you really have to speed up the process, and then I start worrying about it. I know, Aaron, you've talked about how fast he could move, but I worry about that being coming too quick. Well, like, at, at this point, I mean, my my plan, and, and I tweeted about this, I can't believe his season over, and this is like the first time on Raw we're mentioning it. Like, they should have been showing highlights I know, the entire way. And I know you said that. I've also been, I don't know what the rules are for those types of things, so I want to be careful about that. Like, I don't know, you know, I don't know if they have the rights for something like that. Well, they, they could at least show him, you know, celebrating afterwards and just, you know, hey, here's his record. They could. I mean, they they could. I just don't know how big of a deal that is. I think they did the appropriate. Like winning a national championship, every dumb person knows is a big deal. I I think that it gets a bit wonky trying to get Joe wrestling fan to understand why it might matter that Gable Stevenson beat Steve Stevenson from Iowa. You know what I mean? Like I just don't think the average pro wrestling fan has any context for, context for that whatsoever. I think, no, but being able to show one and zero, two and zero, three and zero. Four and out. you know, just I, just kind of. That. What I, what I would say is, I understand your point. I think it's more something they could have done versus it being a miss that they didn't do it. I don't think it's that big of a deal that they didn't do it, um, because I think the stuff that matters is national champion, is gold medalist, and I think all that stuff still matters today. And when it's happened, they've done a pretty good job of mentioning it. And of course, they hadn't signed Gable when he had won the gold medal last summer. Um, but they certainly came out and celebrate him at, at SummerSlam, right? Like yep. they, 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 they have when he's done something that was relevant and understandable for the average person. They've made it clear that he's done it. it now, I said before, I still would have used his appearance in Atlanta for a stare down or something. I still would have having him there and not doing anything was the biggest miss to me. And they could have done the thing that you're talking about. I have thought more about the highlights thing, and I just don't know. Like, if they had to pay a certain amount of money in order sure, to be able to air sure. them, I can certainly understand where they would say, yeah, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> we're, not, we're not spending money so that people can see that Gable Stevenson won a match against Maryland. No offense. <laughs> like, we're just not going that route. By the way, I did not realize that, like, Maryland's never won a Big Ten match. It's, it's insane. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's nuts. Al- almost, almost no... You could make it, I guess, women's volleyball, but like those are the two programs that were hit hardest by the move to the Big Ten. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Big Ten wrestling is obviously a different animal. Um, look, I, I if you're doing, if you want to use almost to get a moment for Gable Stevenson, I'm in. But I would do the the thing that Brandon was just describing. I would do a have him show up, let him slam him, 
oh my God, Gable Stevenson is real, but it doesn't force you to speed up the process. It's still, it's just a reminder of what's coming and you can still take it on your terms. I'm a little worried they're going to give him the Brock Lesnar treatment before he's Brock Lesnar. Like, he still has to win wrestling matches. He doesn't need to be Hook. He doesn't have to go beat QT effing Marshall four times. <laughs> but he still has to show that he can be a professional wrestler. And I'm a bit concerned that they're bringing him in to be a feature more than he's there to be a pro wrestler and that we're going to be dealing with the kind of part-time thing and him not wrestling on Raw and them trying to protect it if you want to see Gable Stevenson. And he's, he's a big deal for a small amount of people. For the majority of people, he's a college wrestler and nothing more than that. So I'm still a bit concerned about that. I don't want to start speeding ahead. I think they have more work to do. For for me, basically everything I've said has always kind of been under the and and it's a loose assumption, but it's a I I hope that all the one in one on one sessions they've had, all you know, the camps they had up in Minnesota and stuff, have gotten to a point where he could be Brock Lesnar, where he could be. Look, Brock Lesnar debuted, I believe, the night after WrestleMania. He wrestled, he wrestled, and by SummerSlam he was the champion because he was good enough at that point. And I'm, you know, obviously Brock had OVW, uh, and if he's not ready, then absolutely he shouldn't be anywhere near there. I do think there's an interesting question about if he's not ready, should he go to NXT or should he just be doing different sessions? Because I don't know if he fits in the new NXT. Oh, I don't. I don't. I'm not saying NXT. I'm definitely right, not no, saying no, no, NXT. No, no, no. And I understand too. And I, I that that was just something that just popped into my head. So right. I'm just yeah. I I, you know, I think I, that I'm would be. That aside. I definitely think that would be nuts. I think there is no world in which he should be in NXT. Yeah. But I think he has to beat people. I think he, I think he. Oh has yeah, no, to... no, no. I'm not saying he should win the title tomorrow. But as far as the Brock Lesnar path, you know, Brock Lesnar beat the Hardys. He beat you know people like that for three months. Then he won King of the Ring, and then he won the title. A, a path like that. If he can go. I And I guess I should have said this. I think the original Brock Lesnar path is fine for Gable Stevenson. I don't want them to treat him today like they treat Brock Lesnar today. Oh, yeah. I, I was thinking that's original. That's what I'm worried about. I'm worried that they immediately think that he is in the championship picture and a feat. Like, that, that he's... If Brock Lesnar's disappearing again for a little while, he just gets to slide in and be there, Brock Lesnar, for a little bit. Like, that's what I'm worried about. Oh, yeah, no, about. no, that's crazy. Yes, that's what I'm worried about with them is they fast forward. I am absolutely fine with the original Brock Lesnar path and having him move into the title picture at a very young age and being very significant. I, I think that's all quite relevant. I just don't want them to start treating him to skip the part in the middle where they do the work to show that he's a professional wrestler. Like, that's the part that I'm worried about. All right. Anything else Raw SmackDown-wise that we need to cover? Not really. As, as much as we're saying that it's, you know, functional shows, and it's pretty I mean, much it's, it's really one the thing. Seth Rollins story. It's And that really is all it is for Raw specifically, is it's just about the Seth Rollins story. Liam Brock Lesnar, uh, that was a weird bit, the... When he ripped the car door off, it was yeah, like it was a weird bit. <laughs> You're right. There, well, there was there was a, a moment where he was driving a forklift or something, right? Yes. Yes. But like, so the way they shot it made it look like he was driving toward the thing, but then he when he got out, it was like right next to him. 
Like when he got out to run and get, was it Paul Heyman he was chasing or what? I don't remember. There's someone, he was going to chase somebody when he ripped the car door off. And like the way they shot it was one thing, but they obviously, because of logistics, it was, we're using camera tricks. So like when he, when they pull back and he gets out, the person he was chasing was behind him and not in front of him. It was so oh, weird. I, I didn't even notice it. I didn't even notice it. That's I'll like, go, I'll a go back and look. There where they kind of back up and he gets out and like the person's not running. They're like parked behind, <laughs> like they're like right there. It's like, funny. But it looked like he drove really far to like try to get. I don't know. It was really. It was like because he. I think he got it out of one car and got into another I, car. I, you know, it's funny. I was looking for something like that. It, like, it, it, yeah. it was choppy. There I didn't was something weird. Like there I, was some I didn't. Weird thing. I didn't think they made like a fatal mistake in it, but I mm. think I remember seeing there was no. some choppiness to it. Um, and I'll give you that. Um, the other thing, oh God, I feel like there was. Something it was else. more funny than anything. I mean, there was nothing wrong. It was just funny, right? I, and I, I, that's. I do think I noticed that there was a bit choppy. I. The other thing that I've noticed recently is they're doing this super weird bit with like Michael Cole and Pat McAfee that I cannot. Where it feels like what they're trying to play into is the because they they reference the time where Michael Cole like yelled at Pat McAfee for wearing shorts at WrestleMania. They reference that once, but they keep going back to this thing where like Michael Cole is you're making a mistake. Like like Austin Theory isn't literally in his face going after. Well, you should leave him alone, uh, uh, Pat. You can, <laughs> yeah. you should like. Austin Theory slaps him in the face. Is Michael Cole going to cost Pat McAfee the match? And uh, this oh my is, god, that would make my life. I, I'm, would make my I'm life. really struggling between the they're trying to play up. They they are trying to get more bang for the buck of the time that Michael Cole you know, and they joked about this. Remember they had McAfee say one time, remember the time you almost got me fired? Like they had him say it. It was such a small thing, and they're playing to it too subtly if that's what they're doing. It's not that interesting, is really what I would say. Like, it's not interesting enough. Now, to your point, that this is really going to be Michael Cole turning on Pat McAfee, I'll follow up by saying the same thing. I don't think that's remotely interesting. I, oh, that I does nothing for me. Zero. See, I was for me. I was a big fan of the coal miners back in the day. The yeah, Michael, the, the heel Michael Cole. Uh, you're on the, an island there. Yep. <laughs> I, I have no need for Michael Cole to be any more of a personality. The best thing that Michael Cole does is have no personality whatsoever. Just be the guy that gets it. When he does that, he does a damn good job. Overwhelmingly, when they attempt to have him be a personality, it, it just ain't there. It's You it's, know he's undefeated at WrestleMania, Thank you. Right? I appreciate that reminder. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, uh, I'm out on that. The, I, I don't know why we have to have this, but we have this, so... Whatever, man. Let's just get through it. I don't need any more of it. And it's so weird that they keep... <sighs> Pat, you can't do that. You can't do that. The guy is attacking him. What is he supposed to do? It's a bad bit. Um, Speaking of bad bits, what in the F was that at the end of NXT on Tuesday night? What in the world? I... What we won was a match for a tag team championship, but we've decided <laughs> that we can change the rules, and instead, we both get to be in the title match, and for some reason, the other person in the title match is supposed to be excited about that, and on our side. Yeah, what was that? What was in the that? bloody hell was that? <laughs> 
I someone try to justify what we watch. I I can tell you what it was outside of kayfabe. They listened to the show last week and they're like, "Oh yeah, Cora Jade doesn't matter. We better hurry up and throw these other people in the match." Does this make it matter more? <laughs> I I mean, Io Shirai is in it. I guess that's an Io that. Shirai one on one match would definitely matter more. We didn't get that. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I I I I don't know. I I don't. I was sitting there like, what? I, I was like, so... And, and wait, obviously, how are you in the match now? And, and it's obviously well, more I, difficult. I almost wonder if it's... Did they realize, oh, crap, we don't have room for a women's title... Uh, women's tag title match, so we just got to do this? Oh, I think it's totally possible that's what... But you have to do some amount of work in this. <laughs> you have to explain at some point, like, maybe before the match begins, you have some sort of authority figure who says, by the way... There's been a change. This year's like uh, Dusty Cup Championship match is going to involve. So if the other team had won, if the if uh, Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai had won, would they not have got, been afforded the same opportunity to just change what it is they were challenging for? They, they would have had to take a mic and say it. Come on, uh, it, th- this like, I, and I and I hate it because it's easy for somebody to say, "Look, it's not that big of a deal." Like, just get. No, this is a this is pro wrestling. No, this this was really bad. This was I, I hadn't This this is as bad as it gets. I could not possibly fathom what I was watching. It was so insane. It came off like something that would happen at a at an independent where they don't have any writers and they don't have anything going on and somebody informs someone else, "Hey, somebody got hurt. We just have to do something desperate right now in order to try to figure out how to make it work." This was an abomination of a way to end NXT on NXT on Tuesday. Yeah, it it's really it was embarrassing. All right, then we're in agreement. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know what else to say. It was it was out of nowhere. Imba- like I will tell you this: it was interesting during the match, or not even just this match, but like through the quarterfinals and the finals. The whole time, I was thinking to myself, like. But none of these are re- good tag title matches, really, because none of the team, none of them are real teams. Like nobody. Well, in there, that w- there was last- one real team. It was Caden Carter and Ka- Casey Catanzaro. No, 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 no. I'm saying in the end, part. right? Like, right. It was like when when we got to the last match, and it was like Raquel or not Raquel. Sorry, it was Dakota Kai and um, Wendy. And Wendy against well, first they fought Raquel and Cora, but that like when I was thinking about who they were gonna fight in the finals, I was kind of like, well, what? Do 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 you want to talk <laughs> about? Do you want to talk about the awkward part? You've got a an event, and Raquel Gonzalez isn't on the card. Oh, that's weird too. Is she really injured or is it fake? I have no idea. I mean, if she's if she's really is she coming injured, out on Rampage tonight, I'm I'm just kidding. I mean, There's, someone is. Oh right, I saw I that. I assume that's Mia Yim, but. Yeah, I, I assume so too. I I have no idea. Now, look, if she's legit injured, then that that does explain, I guess, a little bit more. But imagine what it should be is her on Raw April fourth. That's what that should be. I don't. But why? Know if... But why wouldn't? All right, on uh, you know what? Apparently, as of last week, she was out for four to six weeks. So I take it back. I take it back. I am. I well, they said that on TV. I just didn't know if it was real. Oh, or... I didn't. I didn't right. catch that on TV. I really didn't catch that on TV. But I just assumed it was a storyline because they had the people beat her up. You know what I mean? Like, I, I had no idea that was real. Oh, I don't know if it's real. I'm being honest. I have no clue if it's uh-huh. real. I, I guess what I would say is, if it's not real, 
Yeah, than th- what he this did. is Why? this. All of these reports are coming directly from NXT. So yes, we don't know. We don't know if that's legitimate or not. If it's not real. To your point, well, that means she's coming on Raw. Well, why wouldn't you have her have a one last match on NXT first? Like, that doesn't make sense either. Well, the only thing that would make sense is they said, we need you now to start doing something. Or or she, whatever. There, things things out of their control or things out of her control or things, you know? I, I don't know. Like... No, if she's that, that if, part makes me wonder if the injury is real. Yeah, right. You know? Like, like uh, if she's legit injured, then that's the answer to all of it. And I okay, th- right. You were scrambling. You were planning on doing Mandy Rose versus Raquel Gonzalez at WrestleMania weekend, or Mel- Mandy Rose versus Raquel Gonzalez versus Cora Jade. Which, you know, given given the story you told, that actually kind of works, right? Like. If Wouldn't it be funny if this whole thing was planned to be they won, they got the triple threat, and they were just like, well, we can't change the stipulation now. So you have to put a different team in it? I mean, I don't know. This is all, <laughs> all this is so weird. It was so effing weird, man. Like, I just couldn't believe what I was watching. Like, is this real? Like, is this, am I, and, and again, like it's, there are other problems on NXT. There's the fact that they're obsessed with kissing segments now, which I guess we could say they do on Raw too. So, you know, well, not like that one. Like what? There are so many issues there, but whew, that one. They're really... they're, obs- they're definitely obsessed with trying to fit in like what they see, and I have to I have to emphasize what they see as edgy or. What word do I want to use? <laughs> yeah, no. What, remember when th- this was several years ago? They were sending out surveys on what uh, what people like. AJ was was still a regular part of the show. They were sending out surveys of what people wanted to see on the. Uh, oh, I do remember the, that. The yeah. WWE Network, and I AJ do. was like, "Well, do you want to hear this? What about an edgy one?" And both me and you were like, "No, absolutely no. not." And AJ couldn't yeah. figure out why we didn't want to see edgy programming, and this is why. Yeah, uh, this is because yeah, it, it, it's again, it's it's PG edgy. It's it's we can we can we're making it seem like it's a big deal that someone kissed someone which like what in the world do we think is edgy about that like what anyway anyway um i feel like there was something else i wanted to say oh also very weird that they suddenly like shoehorned cameron grimes father's death into- no they brought that up before not like this no not like this but they're definitely making him like yeah this is way different. This is the type of story that you tell for something big, not when you you're win, being not right? when you're being forced back into a last chance match to like this is a that was alarming to me that they suddenly um Well th- this feels like that he's going to win both matches. Well, it definitely feels that way. I don't disagree with any of that. It's just a it, super weird way yeah. to do it to we to suddenly you announced that there was going to be a second chance match for somebody to get into the ladder match. And then five seconds later, Cameron Grimes is going on about his, his, his father passing away. He didn't know five seconds earlier that he was going to get another chance to be in the match. Like, it was weird, man. It was a weird, forced thing that would have probably been better if you had just had Cameron Grimes qualify to begin with and then start laying the foundation of why it was so important to him and tell that story for a few weeks going towards the, the events. I don't, it's just, you know, the, the whole thing, again, it feels like they're still working on the card on the fly. It definitely feels like that. There's no doubt about it. All right, Aaron, is there any update on MIGS, or do we just keep going? 
Uh, let's just keep going. He's supposed to just let me know whenever he's ready. So right. I'll shoot him a text real quick, see if he's ready soon. All but right. let's keep going All until right. he's ready. Do you want to go? Is there anything else we need to say about NXT? Or can we uh, move right along and start talking about uh, AEW? I think we can move on. All right. Let's move right along then and talk about AEW. Um, I have a question for you guys. Uh-oh. Is there a champion currently on AEW? <laughs> Well, yes, there is, because uh, cause one CM Punk is gesturing to him, and the commentary team is completely oblivious to that fact, which was mm. weird. Yeah. It took them a minute. Weird. To, they finally no, said no, something. No, no, even then, they didn't get, because first they said, oh, it's the dog, the, the, the hanging symbol was the dog collar thing. Then they said, wait, why is he gesturing to a belt? Which yeah. belt is he talking about? <laughs> yeah. There, there was a very Oh, you're right, they did say that. Bit. They said, is he talking about the TNT title? Like, Yeah, I, like... That was very, very strange that they didn't immediately say, oh, he's clearly, that's not a dog collar. That's very clearly hanging. I have another question. <laughs> Why would it be a good idea for there to be a Hangman Page CM Punk title match? Well, because look, if you beat MJF, the only place to go is the title. So there better be something out well, of that. Well, it looks like but we're getting yeah. Adam Cole again first, right? Well, sure. I, I assume that it's Hangman Punk at, Double or nothing. Okay. Do Triple you, threat. Do you, do you think that's a good idea? No, but I didn't think it was a good idea going in. But as soon as CM Punk won, I think I came on and said, eh, that's probably what we're getting. I think, I, what about a triple threat? With who? All With three Cole? of them. I, I think it's more likely that we oh, see no, Cole I, in I, I think you blow early through, April. Yeah, I think you blow through Cole now. I, 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 don't, I don't see that at all. Um, look, man. Tell, tell me where that goes. You're just giving the title to CM Punk for the sake of giving him the title? I mean, is that what you're doing? The, the only thing, again... Uh, Br- huh? Uh, uh. It's been a while. So Di- yeah, yeah, dynamite, o- dynamite observation. You there? Am I back now? Yes, you're back now. Well, okay. you were. Yeah. Try it again. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Shaky again. Oh, boy, man. We were doing so well for so long. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, things went south for our buddy Aaron. And Am that, I now? Uh, try it again. Talk Baby? for a second. No. No, no. Keep talking. Okay. All right. Hey, Brandon, what'd you think about that? About wait, sorry. What thing are we t- <laughs> talking about? The idea of are you just giving CM Punk the belt for the sake of giving CM Punk the belts? No, I think that. Um, I think. Because here's the point. If you're having Hangman Page beat CM Punk, burn the effing place down that you wouldn't do that for MJF. What? Have have Hangman Page beat MJF? MJF should have gone over CM Punk in the end. And if you're going to turn around... Am I back now? You're back now. Okay, I, 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 I was going to say, I, I, I give it credit for Brandon's idea that it might be you put the belt on CM Punk so we can have that rubber MJF, match between right. MJF and have him win it. Yeah. I, I do think that's possible. I do think you risk flipping uh, the crowd in that sense. Like, who's going to cheer for CM Punk in that match if you destroy Hangman Page with CM Punk? And by destroy, I mean, like, everything you just built up, you kind of damage a little bit, at least. And you have, like, we talked about this heel dynamic thing, this heel face and how they don't exist. But you can create heels that way inadvertently. 
<laughs> right? Like if you if he's Triple H or whatever, you know what I mean? Like if he's beating this guy just because we know they're paying him X amount of dollars, and then even if you have in mind, you're going to pay it off by having MJF take the title, and that would complete that story. You may have in the you may have hurt that story in the meantime because of all the other stuff you did. Like CM Punk might get booed in that match. I I, it's I don't in Chicago, right? Or which, not Chicago? Vegas. No, it's in Vegas. It's in Vegas. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, he might get booed in that match. I I just don't I don't see how Hangman Page CM Punk is a good idea. Um, the entire point of Hangman Page was that he was the ultimate underdog. So you're just going to force him to be a dick again for the sake of forcing it, just to in the name of we need to have this for CM Punk. I I I just don't get this. I don't get this at all. I I would understand more almost if and this is why it goes back to what a problem it was that the way you did things with MJF. I would have greater understanding of doing the exact opposite thing. MJF gets over CM Punk in an MJF way, then you have MJF defeat Adam Page for the belt. And then CM Punk can get to return and be your conquering hero to take out MJF after MJF has won the belt because we get a reminder that he only won the belt because he was, you know, doing MJF things. What is embraceable about CM Punk other than the fact that he's CM Punk? That's what it is. That's it? CM Punk. But isn't that the ultimate this is WWE storytelling? Like, isn't that the ultimate... Hey, everything that's actually happened, be damned. Just like this guy, because we tell you you're supposed to like this guy. No, we we've said this. He's John Cena. We we've said right. that since he's since his return, he's been John Cena. This is why it sucks to me. I hate yeah. it. I hate this idea. CM Punk isn't supposed to be John Cena. No, he's supposed to be right. the uh, anti-establishment, the voice of the voiceless. Yeah. He's so but at CM the same Punk time, you does only not have work for me. Yeah, you only have him go over MJF. Is it, that's the re- you do view him that way. I'm not saying it's good, but at least what there's you, some wait, logical. Wait, what do you mean? See, John Cena used to beat people like that. That's what I'm saying, though. Is like he's saying the you, only you, reason why you had him beat MJF is because you're just identifying him as John Cena now. Yeah, but that's that we have to call that out as crap. Oh, I, I'm not saying he can't, but I'm just saying at like, least you know we're not. Yeah. This is not supposed to be what what AEW is supposed to be all about. Like, it's not supposed to be about, well, ha-ha John Cena at the end of the day. It's supposed to be the company where you tell good stories and you get meaningful moments. That's what I was to understand. Um, or actually, no, it's supposed to be the company where nothing matters, only the wrestling mag- ma- matters. But what I've been told by fans is it's the company... And it's about where, Cody Rhodes. Well, right, it was. It was just about Cody Rhodes. Um, I, I, this, this sucks. Someone I, I might be able to defend it, though. Who? Let's see if we can bring him in. Oh God! Oh. That was a, that was a good that was a good. Uh, Did you add him already? Did you already add him, or do I? I, need to I, add him? I haven't. Can you add him? All right, hang on. A second. <laughs> it would have been a good segue if he was, well, he was I, I heard right we can there. Edit this here. Uh, do, do you think there's any chance that I'm going to do that, Aaron? Do you think <laughs> it's Friday at three forty-two? I've got two lacrosse games to call tomorrow, and I'm supposed to go to some frog event with my kids tonight. I don't even know what it is. I actually don't understand it. Um, there is no chance that I'm doing any more work uh, regarding editing. Oh, and I don't know if you've heard, there's a basketball tournament going on right now. Are you familiar with it? I've heard of it. Uh, I'm not doing any more. Ed- there will be no more work done to this show than the minimal amount of getting it Hello? on. Hey, there he is. this guy. Hey, Aaron, try it one more time. Hey, 
So, since we're talking about CM Punk becoming John Cena and just being it, and we there's absolutely no defense to it, maybe we have a guy here who might be able to defend AEW's actions. Steve Mays! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what are you bitching about now? No, remember when we put him on the... <laughs> hang on a second. Remember when we put him on the spot about Cody Rhodes and he was like, you know what? I can't defend it. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Mix? All right, like we're going to talk about you and what you're doing down in Dallas next week. Good. But but let's let, let allow us to finish this thought, okay? Uh, let us let us finish this sure. thought. I, to me, and I know um, uh, MJF matters a great deal out that way. To me, it was an utter abomination having CM Punk go over MJF. That it, the company that AEW is supposed to be is the company that identifies that MJF is the guy, and you don't sacrifice anything for that. MJF is the star of stars. He is the greatest thing that has happened in professional wrestling, non Roman Reigns category, um, on the planet for the last five years. And you identify that, and you you do this so that MJF gets his moment. Now, they didn't do that. And if they pivot and now have CM Punk go up against Hangman Page, who is this ultimate babyface, and they just sort of say, everything else be damned, CM Punk has to win because he's CM Punk, isn't that no different than what WWE did with John Cena for years that everyone who tells me they love AEW told me they hated about WWE? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. When I watched that match and it ended the way that it did, I was just like, huh, "All right, that's kind of a, not what I was expecting." And it felt like it's a massive feud with him and Wardlow, which I'm sure at some point is going to happen. But it was just such a weird way to do it because I felt like, like you guys probably felt like, "Damn, Jeff should have won that match." I just, yes, I, I, I was kind of blown away by that. Um, yeah, man, like. I, I, I'm not going to be able to defend CM Punk on that. I still am such a Punk fan that I just don't give a fuck and I'll watch it no matter what. But the, isn't that the um, point? Like, you don't you don't but, have to have him be the champ. Everybody, no. you, whatever he's doing, people are going to watch because he's CM Punk. He does not have to be the champion. Like, the last I'm thing... Completely, yeah, I'm completely fine watching him lose every single match and I'll still be entertained. Right, because you want to see CM Punk, and I have no problem with that. And I don't. Again, I don't think right. he needs. Let's make that abundantly clear. Right. I don't think he needs to lose every match. I'm not trying to no, say no, that. Of course, <laughs> but he should never be the. But you know what I mean. But he shouldn't be the priority because he's already CM Punk. You should not be prioritizing things for him. Right, and I don't think he ever needs to be a champion. There, it doesn't make any. It, unless there's a. a a, a, a story in that they're trying to put somebody else over. I, I don't know what their long-term plans are. I mean, that's questionable at times, but yeah, I don't, I don't understand why you would want to have him be your champion unless it's just to elevate somebody else soon after that. I, by the way, the, the scenario that I laid out was the one where you just have MJF beat, go over him, but you, he does it in the very MJF way because he's MJF. Then he beats hangman page for the title and then you mm -hmm. can let CM Punk, who probably deserves another shot at MJF because MJF only won because of his underhanded MJFness, be the conquering hero if you really want to have him win the belt. Be a conquering hero taking down MJF six months down the road. The, the, well, why aren't you writing for AEW? What are we doing here? <laughs> like, what? 
Why having seen Brandon's point, I think is relevant. If you have CM Punk beat Hangman Page, either one of two things has to happen. Either you have to wreck Hangman Page by having him turn heel before then, or you run the risk that part of the crowd is like, no, wait, I don't think I actually want this. I don't want you running through Hangman Page. I like Hangman Page, and then they boo him because of it. I, yeah, I don't. I'm, I mean, uh, short of of turning Punk into a heel, which I'm not opposed to. I think that he shines best when he's a heel. It doesn't make sense to have him, you know, fighting for a title against Hangman Page at all. The it, only thing, the only thing that makes it make sense, and it's and it's basically making him a casual, making Hangman Hangman Page a casualty in wanting heel MJF to beat CM Punk for the championship. But the problem with that is I don't believe the fans will cheer for CM Punk in that match. Like if you do that, you're gonna get you're gonna get some Cody Rhodesness going on with CM Punk. Right. right. We're, we're and good. I think everyone's gonna cheer for MJF in the in the match. Because MJF is the well, guy saw, that every I mean, professional wrestling fan should love because he's better at this and we know it. <laughs> I mean, like, I, there is, you do have to deal with that at some point where everyone acknowledges how good MJF is at what he does. Where he's just, he is competing on another level. He is in, yep. he's in God mode, as Roman Reigns would say. That what he's doing is so much better than everybody else that professional wrestling fans, as much as you tell me I have to hate this guy, and as many times as his character gives me a reason, I at some point have to acknowledge, yeah, but he's so good at it like i dude within seconds he figured out how to make himself likable in one promo and then quickly was able to turn it around again it's but insane it's, it's he's he is on another level it's just when you think okay he's he's gone as far as he can as far as his abilities he he, he finds new layers and that's what i think makes him so interesting i mean I, I, dude, there's nobody better than MJF. Right? It's just insane, <laughs> bro. It's it's MJF is professional wrestling at the moment. Like, yeah, legitimately 100%. is professional wrestling. All right, dude. Uh, so what's going on with you? I, I I hear you're going down to Dallas to kick some asses. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's kind of nuts. I'm I'm being uh, I'm being flown out to Dallas to wrestle, which is so ridiculous. But uh, I, I mean, I'd be an idiot to say no, of course, and. Uh, I'm going to be wrestling at um, the Hybrid School of Wrestling's uh, Texas Mania. They're doing like a bunch of different shows, like different promotions, like the smaller ones. It's like, you know, you got those big ones like uh, putting on their shows at like the WrestleCons and, and, and at the hotels and all the nice places. And then you got the ones that are like in Arlington. Uh, they're smaller, but still have some cool shit going on that uh, I've been fortunate to be invited to. And I'm going to be uh, taking on uh, Timeless Levi Shapiro at the Hybrid School of nice. Wrestling's. Uh, yeah, dude, it's gonna be sick, and it's on. You know, we're only going up against WrestleMania. It's a Saturday night show. Oh God! Oh, <laughs> all right. Wow. <laughs> I mean, but you've got Steve. They've got Steve Miggs. So I, I think. I was gonna say what what is probably booked a little bit better. Oh. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, hey, at well, least Steve a, Miggs uh, is in an actual match. Oh. Uh, there's another Steve who who is not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> another bald Steve is uh, right. we don't know what's going on with. So I can, Wait, can, are, yeah, I can are you going to be Seth Rollins' mystery opponent? Yes. Oh, I, I, uh, exclusive on jobbing out. 
what? I was worried about <laughs> that, where they were that's going. Why they had to, that's why they had to move it to Sunday. Correct. Dude, everyone thinks it's Cody Rhodes, and that's just the part of the swerve. It's 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 me. Oh, my God. I'm going to pop <laughs> so hard. I would lose my mind. I'm going to say, I shared a bed with that guy. No, it wasn't a bed. It was a, it was, I tried. He wouldn't let me. Uh, we took our pants off in the same room together. That's true. Fact. Yeah. That's a fact. <laughs> There's no lie. My best, the best part about that night was how nobody even second thought it. We all just immediately removed our pants. We I, what, I, met, I, I officially met you guys. Yeah. And within five minutes, we took our pants That's off. That's true. We got your pants off really quickly. You are, yeah. you are easy, my friend. Uh, oh, dude, I'm, yeah, and I'm the dirtiest <laughs> you've ever met. Oh, oh that's <laughs> tremendous. So, 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 and anything else on this? So what? So what? Okay, give me the. Remind me what is the name of the? Let's get the plugs in. Let me do that part for you. Um, okay, yeah, it's a uh, hybrid mania. Uh, the, the school hybrid school of wrestling, which is the school that. How, dude, the part that I'm most pumped about is that it's Funaki school. So I'm just hoping he's going to be around because uh, that's pretty badass. And Jimmy Wang Yang is going to be a part of this show. Uh, I believe his daughter, him and his daughter are wrestling together, which is pretty sick. Uh, but it's Hybrid School of Wrestling, Saturday night, Knights of Columbus, uh, 6 p.m. So if you don't feel like spending a ridiculous amount of money at WrestleMania, come come to that show and and uh, I'll be taking on Timeless Levi Shapiro for Wrestling with Regrets uh, YouTube Championship, which I'm currently the champion. Mike, I did not realize how many folks had come through Hybrid School of Wrestling over the years. Holy crap, man. My, yeah, yeah. My word. That is incredible. Um, well, that's awesome. And, and are you looking for more matches while you're down there? Are you looking for to pick up any more events? Uh, so <laughs> I'll tell you guys, uh, but... So I was, and a couple of weeks ago, I, at the very last spot of a match I was in, my, uh, the, the guy landed fully on my knee and sprained it and blew it out. Oh, that's unfortunate. So, so I'm like right now, I'm, dude, like to be honest with you, like I, I don't know how good it's going to be at this point. This is a terrible way to sell my match. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know yeah, how yeah, good. Yeah, go watch but the guy I, with a terrible knee. Right. Or it's a great because look, yeah. now all of a sudden Migs might lose. People want to go well, after I, that, I, right? I blew it out and then I had a match against Zicky Dice and I'm like, uh, just this last week and uh, over at Pal Pro Wrestling, I'm like, oh, easy night. Me and Zicky, we've worked together, you know, character stuff. We're going to have a great time. He has this crazy idea and I, of course, am an idiot that goes with it. He goes, let's see how many arm drags we can do in a match, before, you know, to see like, just to see how far we can go with it. So he ended up giving me, I believe, at least 20 arm drags in this match, 10 in a row at one point. And after the first one, I felt it pop again. And I'm like, shit, I still got maybe about 15 more arm drags to do. And we got through it and it was like, you know, it, it wasn't like anything ideal and it didn't feel very good afterwards. But um, I, I'm, I'm hoping that everything's going to be OK to go by. Uh, I, I just it's like, of course, it happens right before one of the biggest opportunities I can have in wrestling. Uh and that's at Mania Week. And then I've got some other... Like, I'm wrestling at Defy tomorrow in Portland. Um, for the first time, I'm actually wrestling at Defy. That's as opposed awesome. to ring announcing. Holy crap, yeah, dude. man. That's so cool. I didn't even know that. Oh, man. That's a big so, deal. Yeah. So of all times for any of this to happen, this is the absolute worst time. And it was just a fluke thing against one of my buddies. And uh, I'm now just kind of... I think I'm playing on borrowed time. And I'm just hoping I could get through... Uh, tomorrow, and then if I get through tomorrow, get through uh, Mania Week. So to answer your question, long story short, 
my hope was to try and like, you know, just show up to places and, and I know enough people, maybe I'd be able to like kind of weasel onto a show or two. Enter the clusterfuck uh, or something like that. Something, you know, like I have enough friends that are part of all those things and I'm excited to go see them. Uh, but at this point, I'm just going to like, my match is on Saturday. I don't want to fuck with it. Uh, I, I just rather just make sure I'm uh, as close to 50% for that match. Yeah. And, and it just sucks, dude. Like it's, uh, it, it's been kind of weighing on me. I had a little bit of a meltdown last night with the wife about it. I'm like, of all freaking times, like this is when my knee has to give out on me. Um, but the, the good news is that I've experienced this before and I kind of know what I'm dealing with and I'm pretty confident I could get through it all. Okay. Uh, but then again, I say that and, uh, you know, come next week, come on crutches. I have no idea. Oh, oh, so- <laughs> oh. Well, all right. So hang on. Let's talk about the fight tomorrow night. Yes. Uh, Saturday um, night for those of you, because we, we're taping this on Friday this week. So Saturday night, you what are you doing at Defy? And I uh, I saw who all is going to be there. Christopher Daniels is going to be there, right? Christopher Daniels is defending. He's the interim champion because Randy Myers is in Canada and all the all the crap that's happened in the last couple of years we all know of. It's made it hard for him to come down. So they have an interim champ until Randy could come down, and that's Christopher Daniels won that. He beat Brody King for it. I've heard of him. Yeah, he's okay. Yeah, decent. He's, you know, Decent. <laughs> His promos have been awesome, by the way. Oh, dude, I'm I'm a fan of salty. I've only got so much t- gas left in the tank. Christopher Daniels promos, like it's real, and I and I, maybe I connected with it because I'm like not really very far behind him in age. Um, so uh, I I really get a kick out of his promos. But uh, he's he's taking on Titus Alexander, and I don't know if you guys have Titus on your radar. Um, I, look, the world's talking about like as far as the youth. Oh, of yeah. wrestling obviously nick wayne gets brought up a lot and Everyone. i train with nick and yeah. nick is one of the best dudes in the world deserves all the the accolades and the recognition he's getting but there's another guy that i feel like will soon be getting talked about just as much and that's titus alexander he's he's on a whole other level as well the the, the dude's got it all he's like 21 years old that match is going to be insane like just that alone is worth going it's okay. going to be nuts okay um then we got what? uh speaking of nick wayne he's taking on two cold scorpio <laughs> Okay, I'm in. So wait, he's, right? It's it's what seventeen versus how old is two right. at this point? Fifth, fifth, fifth. I def- Oh, hang on a second. I'll Over find. fifty. Yeah, de- it definitely and, starts with fifty. And Nick is still sixteen. That's that's so bizarre. <laughs> two cold. Sixteen scorpion. versus fifty-six. Holy crap! Okay, so a good forty-year difference between the two. Nothing weird about. <laughs> so Dude. wild. And two completely different styles. Um, so that's going to be pretty nuts. Wow. Holy crap. And this is in Portland. This is in Portland. There's a bunch of uh, Joey Janela is going to be there as well. Uh, and then my match is going to be myself and Ethan HD, who um, I'm happy to see him. He's really he's starting to shine on like prestige and other places. He's a local dude. That's just phenomenal. He uh, actually was one of the trainers in India for Great Kali. Uh, he's done a bunch of other stuff as well at the Fale Dojo, um, and, and just an awesome dude. He's helped me a lot, out a lot, so I'm I'm pumped to have him as a tag partner. And we're taking on uh, a great up and coming uh, uh, tag team, uh, the Cook Bros, uh, who are phenomenal. So uh, that's going to be a fun match, awesome. as long as my knee doesn't give out and I just <laughs> completely shit the bed. But besides that, it's going to be a really good match. It's <laughs> super embarrassing for you. I'd hate to see that happen. Please send me video. Uh- right. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel the wretched. The nice thing is, is eventually, if, if this doesn't get better, 
I have to go to a doctor, and the nice thing is I have video footage to be able to show him, like, oh, here's how I fucked right, my knee. Right. <laughs> if you want to know what happened, here it is. I, I was Which, wrestling. They, they expect some, like, huge, giant move, and no, arm drag. Right, right, right. Dude, the last time that I blew this knee out, it was a stomp. It was, like, one of those ones where, like, you, you put your foot on the bottom rope, and you propel yourself up in the air, come mm-hmm. down, and, it, and my knee bent forwards as opposed to backwards, uh, if, that, if that makes sense. So it just Ow. kind of completely... Yeah, and it's, so doctor's like, how did that happen? I'm like, oh, here, and I just show him on my phone. He goes, how are you even walking? Like, and also, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, it's like, what's wrong with you? Right, why are you in tights stepping on another man? And what the, like, the entire thing was ridiculous. I, I, I believe that most conversations should start that way, though. Like, just the why are you in tights stepping on another right. man? Right, and then you're like, it's a working You're it's like, look, I don't, I don't really have right. an answer if I'm being honest with you. Like, it's just... John, you know, I'm just trying to make 30 bucks, bro. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Legitimately living the dream. Right. And in all fairness, it's 50 these days. I mean, that was when I first started. Oh, yeah. damn. Yeah, Hey, that yeah. that gas money's going up. So. Yeah, right. Oh, right. My God. Oh wow, dude. Wow. Everything else good? Everything else good? On our, I, you, you work a thousand jobs, so I don't even know which one to talk about. Everything else good? Dude, things are solid. Uh, I, uh, the the messing up the knee is definitely messed up on my mind, and also, I'm, as you know, and 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 Brandon, you have kids as well. Uh, having Having a bum knee with a toddler is yeah, the gone. worst That's thing real in the world. Tough. It's real tough, man. <laughs> this kid, I, as much as I try and tell her, she has no idea why dad can't stand up very no, fast. No, and there's no thought to it. There's no, there's no concern for it whatsoever. Did I tell you my, my vasectomy story? When I, when, I got, no. when I got my vasectomy, it was supposed to be for the NCAA tournament in 2020, which, of course, you know, no such thing occurred. So right. the bit was that we were going to send the kids to um, my wife's mom's house for the weekend, and I was just going to sit around with frozen peas on my balls and watch uh, basketball for four days. Right. Um, that wasn't an option, nor was sending the kids, because remember, this is when we all thought we were going to give, we, like, this is when we genuinely believed that we were all going to die, and that we couldn't, like, I couldn't even have the kids around, like, their grandmother, because we thought they were going to infect her with a disease that was going to kill her, right? Like, that was at the beginning of the pandemic. So they were stuck mm-hmm. with me at home. And I, I was like, I'll be up in the attic. I'll be upstairs. Just, I, daddy's, daddy's balls hurt. Like, please leave daddy right. alone. There was just, it was never going to happen. The, if they were no. going to be at home, they were going to come up and they were going to climb on me and they were going to laugh about the fact that I had frozen peas on my dick <laughs> <laughs> and they were going to try to punch them. And like, it's, there's nothing you can, you can't stop it. It is impossible, <laughs> man. <laughs> no, the more you try, the worse it gets. A hundred percent. Like the best you can do is just pretend like it's not that big of a deal. So hopefully they'll stop laughing about it after a little while and they'll move on to something else. Well, he's like, even like I, when I first heard it, I, I, was, I had like ice and I had my knee elevated, like two pillows on, on the couch. And it's like up to her. That's an invitation that she views my leg now as a horse and she wants to ride it. And she's like climbing on it. I'm like, you little shit. Like, just please stop. Like, just stop. <laughs> that's pretty. That is pretty great. Well, other than that, other than that's it's a real bummer about your knee, bro. Like, I'm not going to lie. It's a real <sighs> bummer. And I, I feel if I could legit, if I could just get through this month, there's another, there's another really cool thing. I don't want to uh, uh, spoil it because it hasn't been announced just yet. But the end of the month, 
easily the biggest match of my life is about to happen. Oh, and wow. Yeah, in front Can of a huge audience. I mean, you're facing Moxley. That's what it is. You get <laughs> you get Moxley when he comes to Defy. That's that's the word. Well, it's not necessarily that, but I mean, he might be around when all that's going on. I can okay. tell you that much. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that would be swell. Uh, and, 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 and again, not wrestling him, but like he might be on the show. And I, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, my fingers are crossed it's going to happen. I'm doing everything in my power to make it happen. But, you know, God, I mean, I don't want to put on a bad show in, in, in Texas. So it's, dude, I'm glad this isn't my livelihood. Like, this is just, quote unquote, my hobby. Yeah, that's what you have uh, for fun. Um, right. Yeah, I get it. They didn't yeah, take away, like, they didn't take away your voice. Like, it's, your ability to make a living is still there. But, Oh boy. Yeah, dude, but like God man, I couldn't even imagine like it did make me think like if this was a way of paying my bills, like what a what a mind trip to like you know, it's just the uncertainty of everything. Like you're like, okay, I'm doing whatever I can to try and get through this. Um me it's more of like I want to do it, I want to put on a good performance, and also selfishly I don't want to miss out on these opportunities because I don't think they'll happen again. And I know my like little window of of, uh, 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 of doing this wrestling thing, like Christopher Daniels in those promos, he talks about how like the hourglass is kind of, the sand's kind of coming to the end on it. It's, you know, great. I don't have a career like him, but like, I don't have many more years left and I'd like to be able to like have those last cool opportunities I can look back on fondly. But uh, I mean, you know, what are you going to do? I mean, you, you can't control those things. I'm, I'm, I'm at least trying to tell myself that, <laughs> but huh. it definitely bumped you out. I get it. I, I mean, I completely get what it is you're saying. You don't want to lose out on opportunities that might have been there to do something that was truly once in a lifetime. Like, I completely 100%. understand that. It's well, pretty much my whole life. I mean, every stupid thing I've ever done is like, can I look? If someone like says, hey, would you want to do this? I'm like, can I look back on it? And it's a great story to share with myself and maybe my kid one day. Then I'm like, hell yeah, I want to do it. Right. Like, I've done so many stupid things solely because of the hope that it would lead to a fun story. Right, correct. And they've got you got some decent ones. You got some decent ones out yeah. of it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, maybe I won't be able to walk when I'm fifty, but right. that's cool. Right, yeah, yeah. You got a good story. What's what's walking? You know, like who needs right. to walk? You got a story to tell. Yeah, but when you're that age, the stories you want to tell, you want to be sitting down telling those stories anyways, right? Right, right to your grandkids. Exactly right. Exactly, exactly right. <laughs> hey, um, uh, we we're really burying the lead, aren't we? You guys got Drew Locke, man. How excited are you? Drew freaking <laughs> well, Locke, baby. I just I just got my number two Seahawks jersey. I'm happy to let us know what number he's wearing because, man, we're all locked in on Locke locked over in. here. Locked, <laughs> locked in. Locked in, baby. You got your guy. Drew Locke. It's funny. My Locke. team has I watched... Mitchell Trubisky. I will it's have so you know. God, I don't know. Dude, we watched – I, w- I don't know if you watched – probably not because you guys don't care as much about the Seahawks as I do. But I watched the Schneider and Pete Carroll press conference. And I'm like, these bastards are so good at what they do, and Pete Carroll especially. He's got me excited about Drew Locke. <laughs> 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 and I mean, the, 11 years ago, he did the exact same thing with Tavares Jackson and Matt Flynn before Russell Wilson came out of nowhere. He has this amazing ability to make you believe that Drew Locke yeah. is the answer. We know, we know, know something you don't know. Yeah, we know something. You're just, you're just not as smart as us. We know. We right. know. Right. Right. What in the past, we're completely reinventing him. Oh. Completely. Right. Matt I mean, Flynn. I do have to admit, dude, dude I forgot he, about Matt Flynn. You're supposed to be the starter. Oh, Matt, Matt Flynn's my hero. That guy he got so much money. Oh my god, he's so I mean, wealthy. Chase, Chase Daniel is really my hero, but yes. Oh 
God. Did you see, like, it was a few months ago, somebody, when all the Russell, I think Russell Wilson drama was going on, maybe when um, he got hurt, when he when he broke his finger. So I was like, somebody got Matt Flynn. I mean, he made all that money off the Seahawks for doing nothing. And Matt Flynn responded to that tweet and just wrote, yeah, wasn't that awesome? And I was like, <laughs> you're my freaking hero. <laughs> God, <man. laughs> so good. Oh, all right. By the way, while, while we have you, we've, we've been complaining about Mania for a few weeks. What's your take? I don't understand why you're trying to do two days. I mean, I get you have the venue, but man, you're bending off a lot more than you can chew, I feel like. And I, I don't know how the attendance is at this point. I heard that it was like half capacity on both nights at one point. There's, ah, man, I'll be honest, I'm flying back on Sunday morning. And I think that kind of answers. And I have Monday and Tuesday off. I could easily have stayed wow. and, and I could have gotten free tickets. Wow! It, it it didn't get me excited enough to want to stay. I was like, also, I mean, I, I mean, my wife is. I'm pushing. I'm pushing my. I think her level, her threshold by disappearing for four days for my little wrestling fantasy camp uh, while she's being a mom. Um, but on top of it, I just yeah, I'm gonna watch it, of course. But I don't have. I'm not like losing my mind excited about it. No, I mean they sold out for one. They have one thing. The, the the real bummer is we should be bat s excited about Bianca Becky, but it's just not. There's yep. There's no build. It's an there. afterthought yeah. right now. I mean, there's nothing there. It's just something that's like that's that to me is the only sad part is that they should have mm-hmm. set it up for two at least having a second main event that we were bat s nuts for. At least if right. you had something both nights that we were just through the roof excited about, then like okay. They don't even have that. It's it's just another match wait, that's happening. Wait, and can, I know, like, can, can I imitate my favorite broadcaster here? Sure. There's no there there. Yeah, that's. <laughs> there's just not. It's it's happening. Well, I know you guys are all um, card carrying members of the Edge fan club. Uh, I personally <laughs> am excited for the Edge AJ Styles. Match, but I know that night that that seems to be a bad. Well, by, by the way, it's especially. it's the second best thing on the card. Let's be abundantly clear about that. Yeah, yeah. like it's the, it's sec- the match I'm most excited about. I, I mean, if, and as well, you should be. I don't know. I was gonna yeah. say what what would be number one. Well, hang, hang on, no, I mean that's unfair. Look, Bri- this is still Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns that we're talking about. We we gotta yeah. we gotta be honest about that. They yeah. they have screwed it up by putting the other belt in there, but it's still Brock Lesnar Roman sure. Reigns at the end it's, of the day. And they still and they still built it well without other than the other belt. But if we're just if we're just talking about the pure match, I can the match will be yeah. great. No, it'll, it'll both be good, are but be fantastic. They'll, they'll be fantastic. But I could see thinking Edge AJ Styles would be just a better pure match. But yes, I mean. Look, I I I don't I don't, I don't want to keep doing this. I don't want to keep wait, doing wait, this. Wait, 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 but we do have to acknowledge that Edge was in the greatest. Yes, the this That's right. The, this is the greatest match. <laughs> no, but this is but this is the biggest wrestling match in the history That's of right. WrestleMania. That's a good point. In the history yeah. of wrestling. This, is, this his- is only the biggest though. This is not the greatest. In, it's the biggest in the history of the most stupendous. Uh, That's the word. I was like, what was the word with the letter S that they're using Stu- these days? Stupendous. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently they really like the two-night format and they're going to keep doing oh. going forward. God, maybe they'll actually well, I mean, put together cards that are worthy of two nights of WrestleMania in the future. That would be nice. That would be nice. All right, buddy. Um, I, we Anything were prob- else you got to say? Yeah, we, we were probably going to wrap up anyway, so... 
Yeah, man, I got nothing. You want to you want to tell AJ you're waiting for him for when he finally wants to come out in Seattle and get his ass kicked? Oh man, I either waiting for him or maybe I'll just have to bug him about showing up to that uh, hybrid mania show and have him just wreck Levi Shapiro for me, and I could just like slide in for the victory. There you go. That's, there we go. That, that might cover. Well, I mean, you got to defend your knee. title. Yeah, I got to get. I'm getting. I'm gonna have to grab tickets because I want to go to. Uh, uh, the for the culture show to see AJ yeah. uh, do his thing. Uh, that that that's the part I'm most excited about. Besides the opportunity to wrestle, like, I wish I didn't have this little knee thing looming in the back of my mind because it does kind of put a, a damper on how excited I was for this opportunity. Um, also, just on top of it, like I don't even understand why I'm the freaking YouTube champion. Like that was so insane to me because it typically is he's been putting it on guys that have like some national recognition, and I was just this you know Seattle local dude. Like I. I feel like i've earned my keep it locally but to get this opportunity was kind of pretty surreal and i, I appreciate the you know uh, obviously like it's it's silly to me like that i'm even on that level but i'm not gonna say no to it uh it's been weird though because i've all of a sudden like i'll do shows like in like in eugene oregon and there's like people coming up dude i love all your stuff on wrestling regrets channel i was just excited to meet you i'm like Wow. You, you realize, like, I'm just like, right. this you're just a, like this you're just a morning show host. I'm a wacky DJ. Right, like, yeah, right. Right. Like, this is like, that's the most surreal part about all of this is that, like, I'm meeting people now that know me for nothing other than my wrestling that's stuff. That's cool, man. And yeah, dude, like, that's pretty insane. So, uh, but I'm, I'm really pumped to, like, see some of the people I've gotten to know throughout the last few years at WrestleMania. And also, you know, seeing. Like I've known Shane Taylor for a little bit and seeing AJ and Shane Taylor in the ring together to me is the highlight of this entire trip. Like that's just going to be bonkers to see those two guys beat each other up. Um, I mean, it, it'll be great. It'll be, it'll be dope. There's no question about it. It'll be dope. By the way, when, when are you taking that YouTube title and doing a bit where FM radio is greater than YouTube? Oh, that's pretty good. Oh, well, maybe I'll start working on that now. I like that idea a lot. That, is, that, is a good idea. <laughs> that actually really is a good idea. No. Yeah, shit. that's that, awesome. That is the funny part idea. is, I have a YouTube page. I don't do anything on it. So, like, I, I am completely useless on YouTube when it comes to, like, my presence. And I'm the YouTube champion. I'm just like, <laughs> just time me over until I can get my verified title back. Because right now that's Kimberly's got it. So I got to get her back to town so I can beat her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> kick her ass. Going to kick Kimberly's ass. Hey, hey, maybe you can find her in Dallas. Yeah, right? While you, you're there. You know what? I need to figure that out. And so I'm just going to, uh, that, that could get me arrested. I was like, I'm going to sneak into our hotel room and take my title back. <laughs> like, that's nice. creepy on more levels yeah, than just being a criminal. Uh, you, yeah. might, you might have to think that through a little bit. Might have to think it through. Maybe show up yeah, at a show instead of her hotel. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't even think I'm going to think it through. I'm just going to shoot that down right at this very moment. Right, like, I don't even think that needs any thought Better idea. Better idea. <laughs> All right, hey, brother. Dude, congratulations. I also saw on, on Twitter the, the oh, announcement yeah. of you uh, popping back on the airwaves. Yeah, I'm not. It, look, I I, I'm not, I don't want to be a jerk. All right. Then. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, you know how this is. Um, I, I'm very happy. I'm very happy for uh, to be uh, hanging out with the guys over at, at Odyssey and 105.7 again. You sound is, very happy. No, stop. This is my fourth, my, my fourth go around with the company that is now known as Odyssey in three different markets. Um, oh, nice! I could probably find your email. I'm Odyssey as well, so I can. There you go. You we'll be, we're, we're, we're company men now. We are company <laughs> good life right men. here. By the way, the funny part is, I'm not really sure that I ever was taken out after the last stop that I had at Odyssey because I just told them to stop scheduling me. I don't know if they ever actually fired me or not. I just said I'm I'm good. Um, it's funny you say that because I get like an e every you know how like they sell like 
congratulations on anniversaries of being at a radio station for X many years, like like those things. They never factored in the moment when I quit, left for two years, and then came back. They just completely have assumed that I've never left. Oh, maybe maybe I should be starting to get some nice gifts for it pretty soon. (laughs) Yeah, man. You might have already accumulated some good vacation time already. Um, but no, thank. I am. I will be doing uh, some stuff with 105.7 The Fan. It will not change. Uh, my all of my day jobs remain the same. I'm just adding in a little bit of stuff with 105.7 The Fan and one of my best friends that I'll be doing a show with over there. So nice. I'm ex- I'm excited about that and uh, appreciate them having me and having us. And we'll look forward to that. But thank you, Steve. That's very nice of you. No, yeah. Now, based on the tone of your voice, you sound beyond excited. I, so, uh... I, I think I if <laughs> Steve, Steve. Come on! If somebody was giving me like a, a a six figure job to to work, I'd be I'd be through the roof. Migs, Migs, they, they don't pay him what jobbing out pays. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Really, no, I'm I'm excited. I I'm, wish that was the I wish that was the quote on All Access. You know, like for those that don't know, there's like an insider radio trade magazine. Oh yeah, All yeah, Access. yeah. I know. And it. and whenever someone gets hired, they'll have like quotes like, yeah, "Jim's really, I'm really excited to be back at the station that gave me." It'd be great if you were just like, look, I'd be more excited if it was six <laughs> fingers, but whatever. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just being honest, man. I'm just, I'm just being honest. Like, no, I, I'm very happy to be there, but you know how this business works. And, and yeah. oh, it's, dude, it's, 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 it's a gig and I'm happy to have gigs. Having gigs is a good thing. And uh, I like those folks. They're very nice to me, and uh, I'm happy to be a part of what they're doing. So, uh, but it, it kind of you to say something. I just I just wish that one time, like my announcement was like a really big announcement, Migs. Like I wish it was like mm-hmm. the thing that everybody was congratulating me for was like, um, you know, I don't, I don't winning, accomplishing something, legitimately something, whatever that was. Like winning the YouTube title. Yeah, like winning the YouTube title would be a nice thing. Yeah, that would be a good thing. So you way, just Nick, need to you create your own wrestling persona where you're delusional. Right. That- it's a hell of an idea, man. It's a hell you of an idea. You realize it's been four years Dude, that's, ago that's since my entire gimmick each other? Is, I, I, it's been four years? Yeah. I, I, that just dawned on me. Holy crap. Four years. Holy smokes, man. That's Jeez. insane. Dude. That's insane. That was four years ago that I was giving Glenn water. That's true. Just so faded. Ba- literally yeah. babysitting me. Literally, no, we he were. Was, he was uh, roofie. Well, that was a, that was another event mm. in in Orlando. Well, yeah, yeah. In Orlando, I was on no, that five yeah. years ago was Orlando. Yeah, four, four years, years ago, ago was, was New, Orleans. New Orleans. That's right. Uh, in Orlando, Steve was literally like holding, like putting his arm around me and saying, "Bud, the water bucket's right there. Let's just get you, <laughs> let's just get you a little bit closer to the water bucket, pal. I promise we can make it." I, I've, I've, no one has been the teammate to me that Steve Miggs was during the course. Of that. <laughs> I'm like, mix it in a water glass. Mix it in a water. Need a little more let's water, go. Bud. It's hot down here. You're not used to it. <laughs> And then that night ended with Glenn going into I was in an alligator pond. pond. That's exactly the way the night ended, is I was in an alligator pond at the end of the evening. I still, to this day, when I see uh, Naomi on television, I, it triggers <laughs> that memory. <laughs> Brandon, I don't know if you know the full story, but it, it, we had this bet, whoever had the, the worst showing on, on Mania Picks <laughs> had to go into the alligator uh, river outside of AJ's house. And it with, came down with, to me and Glenn, and it was... The oh. Naomi, it was a title match. It, it was it was wrestling. a six, yeah, it was a, like a six woman ladder match, and like yes, yeah. well, the one that Naomi shockingly wins, right? 
And I picked Naomi just because I have an unhealthy obsession. Remember, Steve was the person, the first, I I think the first time we ever had Steve on, we asked him if there was anything he wanted to plug, and his answer was (laughs) was Naomi. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very unhealthy obsession with her. Uh, I'm I'm also a fan, my friend. Trust me, we're all fans. Let's make that abundantly (laughs) clear. We weren't sitting together at Mania, so I was like in a different section. They They were a lot closer, but like, that match, nobody gave a shit around me about that match except for me, uh, especially when it started looking like she was going to win. And when she won, I'm pretty sure everyone around me thought maybe I was related to her because <laughs> I jumped out of my seat. Like, I was more excited about that than the Hardys surprising everybody. Right. Like, I lost my freaking Wait, was that mind. the same show as the Hardys yeah, surprising everybody? Yes, it was. Yes. That also, I went to go get a pretzel when the music hit, and oh, I was in no. the for oh. still to this day, people say the greatest WrestleMania surprise. I didn't see it. I was waiting in line for a freaking pretzel. I bet it was a good pretzel, <laughs> though. I swear, it was I swear to God, I, as I've tried explaining then, I still think about it. I was never actually afraid of the alligator. Like, I really wasn't. I don't know why. I convinced myself that I would know if the alligator was coming up and I would get out of the pond before it beca- I somehow convinced myself <laughs> I am going to outrun this alligator if it comes a problem. Yeah. The reason why it was so awful was because I had to be back to do my show. It was opening day that day, and I had to do my yep. show from somewhere. So my flight was at like 6 a.m., and and I don't remember who who was there with who else was staying at the house that weekend, Aaron. I don't even remember who it was, but we are Brent like Grimes. Yeah, Brent. Well, it was, but it uh, wasn't it was Brent. Jeff. 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 Yeah. Jeff and I had like a three a.m. cab, and like <laughs> this is when WrestleMania wasn't ending until like one in the morning, so I wasn't going to have time to change. After hopping into the pond, it was going to go right from the alligator pond into the cab to the airport to fly home to do my show. And that was the part that was like really making me sick about all of it. I was, I was never in fear of the alligator, which was we'd seen the, we knew the alligator was real. Oh, yeah. We, we had, could hear it. We heard it. Oh, my God, did we hear it. Oh, my yeah, I, God, was, dude, did we was, hear it. I, my heart was racing when you did that. My favorite part, too, also was we finally meet up together after many is over. We get into my rental car, and I plug in my phone. And, of course, what do I play first? Naomi's oh, yeah, you son of a you son of a <laughs> My heart was, like, through. I was so sick. I remember the night before we played credit card roulette wherever we had gone. Yeah. And, and Aaron lost. And I remember Aaron saying... I would rather do the alligator pond than than pay this bill. And I remember saying out loud, I will trade you if I lose. <laughs> I will pay this bill to get out of the alligator pond. Because the problem was we were all t- – this was one of those bets we couldn't just get out of or say, look, man, it, we were all together. It had yeah. to happen when it was going to happen. So I had yep. no choice – but to do it and immediately directly out of the gross alligator pond and right onto an airplane, which was just a... I don't remember where I did my event that day for opening day, but I apologize still to this day to people for how I smelled because there was no way that it was pleasant after that experience. That mania was still... That entire experience was, without a doubt, the best mania. Oh, it was a 10 and a half. I mean, there's no getting around that. Everything about it was a 10 and a half. No question. All right, buddy. uh, I'll let you get your plugs in first, and then we'll go around the table. Um, I'm just at I'm Steve Miggs on all the social media pages and uh, 
my OnlyFans. Uh, it's only a, a special six ninety nine. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I don't have a OnlyFans. Ooh, I, so hang on a second. Wait, now, exactly. What was that URL? I am. Wait, wait. Now that your knee's gone, you might have to. Right. right? Well, yeah. You know what? My dong still works. So you're right. Hey. I should just switch. Hey. Remember when that was? I, can, <laughs> I, I would feel so bad for Brian Zane. This poor guy is the nicest dude in all of wrestling and does so much. And, and his Wrestling Regret channel is like, it kills it. But every once in a while, somebody that's connected to him does something so boneheaded that he has to put out like an apology or clear the air. The last thing he needs is then all of a sudden his YouTube champion is just, you know, flashing dongs on the Internet with the title next to it. Well, of course, I would or, do that. Or well, look, AEW's putting out pictures with sex and belts, true. so why not? That's true. That's true. Uh, or, and plus, you can rebrand the YouTube championship as the OnlyFans championship. All, all That's all. You should, hey, you man. Could, you, could, uh, you could make your OnlyFans Lucha Horus. In. That's an option. I, 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 we I mean, we are stepping alone. all over, though. I can't believe Aaron never has any good ideas at all and somehow just gave you two that were right. excellent. Yeah. Like, we got to yeah. write this day down. This is the same man that suggested that AJ learn promo advice from Nick Carter. And yet, here <laughs> he is. Still say he's got, he gets a reaction more than any other wrestler. God. <laughs> God. <laughs> All right, all right. Uh, get the get the rest of your plugs in, man. That's all I got, man. Uh, I, I don't know if I don't know if the show at Mania Weekend is uh, streaming anywhere or anything along those lines. But uh, if you go to Wrestling with Regrets YouTube page, some of my matches have been up there recently. Uh, my one against Gentleman Jervis, uh, my one against Ultimo Panda, which was ridiculous, um, and I think the one against Zicky Dice will be going up this upcoming week, where you get to witness me on a bad knee try and get through 20 arm drags, which I think knowing that backstory makes it a little I'm bit in. more entertaining. Yeah, I'm, Although, in, I'm in. It, yeah, I mean, the crowd definitely enjoyed the moment because, I mean, they don't like me in Eugene, Oregon because, you know, I mean, it's Eugene and um, yeah, it's farly superior to that. Correct. Them You're far, exactly right. You're from Seattle. They're just some podunk uh, country uh, bumpkin town. Right. I mean, they got the University of Oregon and that's it. Uh, <laughs> and, Why would anyone ever uh, want to be in yeah. Eugene? Not me. That's what I'm talking about. Although it's close to the In N Out Burger. So that's been our tradition is we leave there and go get In N Out. It's about an hour away. Okay, that doesn't suck. All right, I take it back. That actually sounds like a. <laughs> but that but that's Kaiser, Oregon. So you know what? Oh, yeah. Eugene still sucks. Eugene still has nothing. F all yeah. those jokes and Eugene. What pathetic <laughs> yeah. lives they live wishing they were in some real town. They're not even as great as Beaverton. They're in Podunk, Eugene, Nowheresville. <laughs> Even You're on the other side of the country, and you know what's oh, up. I'm, I'm hoping to get some rub out of this mix. I'm hoping. <laughs> Subscribe to my OnlyFans, and I can make that happen. Speaking of a Sorry. rub. Speaking I said of it's a, a dad rub. joke, but I can't say that as a dad. It's oh, weird. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Aaron, Aaron, get your plugs in. Uh, check out vston.com. Of course, we still have some March Madness stuff up. Baseball right around the corner, so get our baseball guide will be coming out shortly, so check that out at Beeson.com. And, of course, follow me on Twitter at the AO Street. All right, Brandon. So uh, we don't really have any new show announcements this week, but the ones that are coming up that I think we should uh, discuss are Limp Biscuit at the Chesapeake. I still can't do that. Chesapeake, Chesapeake Employers, Employers Insurance Arena. Arena. The UMBC Event Center uh, oh, on so May 15th. And um, we just announced Griselda at Echo Stage in Washington, D.C. That, of course, is Benny the Butcher, Conway the Machine, and West Side Gun. 
Uh, tickets just went on sale today for that show. So that one's on Ticketmaster. You can go, actually, both shows are on Ticketmaster. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com. And then for Rams Head purposes, we've got um, the Young Guns Tour with Mammoth, WVH, and Dirty Honey on April 1st. Taylor Swift Night on April 2nd. And Jerry Cantrell on April 8th, among a lot of other things with a lot more to announce. Go to RamsHeadLive.com for those Rams Head shows. And I, oh, sorry, and Rams Head Live, at Rams Head Live on Instagram and Twitter. And as always, I am at Brandon Linton on Twitter. At Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com for me. For Brandon, for Aaron, for Steve Miggs, and for the main event. Vent. Vent. Vent, 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 AJ Francis, a.k.a. Frank, who hada. Not, 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 not. Oh, and at AJ Francis 410 on all social medias. I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Uh, jobbing out? <laughs> I too would like to plug Naomi. <laughs>